You guys, I just woke Elena up from a nap, and I'm not sure how happy she is. Well, I'm happy now that I'm drinking a michelada. Oh, we got michelada <laughs> mix, you guys. We'll tell you who it's from in a second. Roll the intro. Welcome to So Taco. Two side hustles in a microphone. With So Bonita and Taco Gear. So if you squeeze some lime in your miche, in your michelada right now. My miche. Your miche, abbreviation for michelada. Okay. <laughs> it, it like really, it elevates it. So. Okay. I, I, that's why I have a lime wedge. Or I, a lime wedge. A wedge of lime there for you. I currently only have the wedge on the on the rim. Yeah. I'm just drinking it straight, like hardcore. I need this lime, is what you're saying? I, I think it elevates it. I okay. mean, it's like it's like adding lime to guac. Like when you add lime to guac, it's like, oh shit. That's a major comparison. Well, it's good. Okay, I just did it. I it's good. It. So a huge shout out to our friends at I Love Michelada Mix. Um, they sent us a bunch of stuff. I Love Micheladas. They uh, send us uh, these two huge Miche Mix bottles. Um, candy. Oh, yes. Uh, like tahine. And uh, so I don't know if you noticed, but I salted the rim with. I did. I with appreciate Micheladas. It. I love Micheladas. Rimming salt. So there's that's why I think there's a little bit of a kick that you can taste it from that. Right. I mean, I like spicy stuff. This is good. I know. Really good. We've had it before. Because I've ordered it before. Yeah. Yeah. We just haven't been gifted it before. I mean, it's so fucking cool to be gifted Micha so, Mix. So thank you to them. We've got Michelada Mix for days. I'm excited. Yes, y'all. Should we only drink it during the podcast? I think that'd be cool. Okay. I mean, I, I think if we invite a guest over, like our next guest, maybe um, they could have a Michelada too. And I, I had to go to Walmart today to get stuff. And I thought, oh, I'm going to get some Dos Equis for our Micha mix. Good call. So You also got some uh, Cocoa Pebbles, yes. which is random. I <laughs> totally, saw that on the counter. Totally impulse buy. <laughs> Cocoa Pebbles and Honey Bunches of Oats. It's balance. It's balance. I'm a balanced <laughs> bitch. All right, everybody. So in this episode, we're going to talk about South By, also known as South By Southwest. South By is what the locals refer to it as. Yeah. So we're going to say South By just because it's a lot easier and shorter and we're lazy to some degree. We're going to talk about South By, some major behind the scenes. And when I say South By, by the way, we're going to talk about everything that we experienced, the movies we screened, all the fun stuff that happened. You're not going to want to miss that. Then we're going to talk about behind the scenes of something that we didn't realize just yesterday what it took to actually accomplish what we were trying to accomplish last night and what time we went to bed. Then, Oh, my God, I know. it was Yeah. Then uh, Anchor, who is the platform that we record this podcast on and who distributes it for us, they uh, just got – well, they got bought out by Spotify. So everyone's like, oh, what's going to happen? Right. But so far, the platform continues to get better, and we have even more stats that are really cool and I want to share with you guys. Yeah. You can see um, – I want I want you to know where our listeners are coming from, like what states, what cities. It's really cool. It shows you the percentage. I'm excited to share those details with you guys so you can know – those of you listening, you can know where you're coming from, where, where like all you guys are coming from and who's listening. It's really cool. So we're going to talk about all that fun stuff. And I got a new car. Yeah. Well, new to me. Right. Used. So what should we talk about first, Elena? Just South by in general? I mean, uh, for those, because when I told some of my coworkers that I was going to South by Southwest, they're like, what is that? So a lot of people don't know what South by Southwest is if you've never heard of it, you know? Yeah. So I, it's, I think we, we explained last week that it was like a seven day interactive it's 10 days. film. Is it 10 days? It's 10 days. Okay. I think it's 10 days. Yeah. 
Right, right, right. Because it's nine days of movie screening. So it's 10 whole interactive, days. Interactive, yeah. gaming, music, panel discussions, right? Um, mm-hmm. Movie screenings. And when people, like one of my other co- co-workers, are like, what do you mean you screened? And I'm like, bitch, screened. Like it's a world premiere. Like nobody has seen it. Like we're in the audience. In with, most cases. Right. Yeah. With the celebrities and the mm-hmm. cast and crew of the movie. And it's such a fucking badass experience. It's, it's so much fun. It's really cool. We um, This is our second time going. Yeah. And we are blessed with um, passes that we receive. So I'll try and... I know it sounds like overwhelming. I'll try and recap exactly what South By is. Um, again, it's 10 days, like Elena said. And there's different... There's four major components. There's the music portion. Right. There's the film portion. Yes. There's the interactive. <clears throat> and then I believe there's education. Yes. So during the film, and, and it all happens throughout those 10 days. Well, and I think they added gaming. Oh, right. Gaming. Gaming yeah. apparently was a really big, t- usually gaming's part of it, but they throw it. Um, in a different hotel. Not in the main convention yeah. center no, where everything's. This was huge. Yeah. I'm not a gamer. I'm but not, I, I don't know anything about gaming. I thought it was cool to see all those guys and how passionate they are about yeah. whatever they're doing. Yeah. You can call them nerds, but there was a, fam- if you guys aren't familiar with Twitch, Twitch is an online streaming platform. I had no idea plat- what that was until you told it's, me. Yeah, it's basically a, a platform where gamers stream. So people are making money. Like, let me give you my quick example of me as a famous Twitcher or Twitch streamer or whatever you call it. But I uh, I get home. I throw on a game. I log on to Twitch. I stream me playing Fortnite or whatever game is and I'm just playing it and people are watching me play. So how do how do you like And I make you, money. So what do you mean by stream is there an app or like a video or like a camera? How does how does one stream? That's a good question. Uh just just from my understanding what I've seen on the streaming is you're streaming your screen. So there's oh, a, okay. it's connected. Not necessarily you. No, some there they show those they show the guys in the bottom corner. Okay, playing. Yeah, I don't need to know how it works. I just know that it's fucking there. Okay. So, okay, okay. Anyway, guys are making bank. Uh, playing video games the energy at south by southwest is so so good and so um naturally so opening night they screened the movie us which i think is coming out tomorrow okay. or friday all right and everybody was asking us if we screened it well we weren't there it was the weekend of our of our pop-up and we couldn't make it next year we're doing the whole week next year we're doing both weekends the whole week um because we have to take advantage of this awesomeness that's that's given i mean literally gifted to us um, so we screened the movies, we screened two documentaries and two movies Yeah. in no, in one weekend. Right. So, okay, we'll go over those. Um, <clears throat> the Austin Convention Center, right? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. It all kicks off from the Austin Convention Center. That convention center is huge and it's got rooms everywhere. Yeah. There is always something going on. If you're curious, just go download the South by app and you'll see the schedules and the past schedules and it's you'll crazy. see... There's something going on every single minute. It's very overwhelming, to be honest with you. In the convention center, there are talks, there's panels, there's people recording, like there's huge keynote speakers. There's yes. Film, uh, people in film. YouTube who are, influencers. Right, yeah. You, exactly. Uh, people are recording live podcasts. Big yes. Pos- big podcasts are recorded live there. There's um, there's a big, huge trade show. Mm-hmm. Gigantic. Get a ton of free shit. There's, From all over the world. NASA had a yeah. booth. Like everyone's got a booth that you think is big is there. And then... The next couple of days, like they switch it all out, and it's it's uh it's like pop up vendors yeah. from everywhere. Uh, yeah. Johnny we ran Cupcakes into, uh, was there. Johnny Cupcakes. We ran into a couple of punts from here from Corpus Christi that yeah. was vending there, which was super super cool. 
So if you if you want, go check her out. A couple of puns. She makes greeting cards with just pun uh, statements. It's really really cute. And then the last third of the week or the ten days, they they cleaned everything out, and it was all gamers. Yeah. But keep in mind that's the gigantic, huge convention center with a ton of stuff going on. But outside of that, there's something going on everywhere in the entire city. All at different theaters, at different venues. There's yeah. official Bars. music stuff. There's unofficial. There's probably twice the amount of unofficial South yeah. by things of music. Which that's means free. you don't need a badge or no. a, or a bracelet to go into. It's free. And and sometimes you'll have like a celebrity, like a like a name. I know like George Strait one year played like at the Broken Spoke. I think Garth, to- that was Garth or Brooks. Garth Brooks. Okay, yeah. fine. Like unannounced, just walked in and put on a show, and so. It's like about luck, about where you if you if you if you don't have a badge or a bracelet, but you catch really cool stuff for free. Yeah. So what so. is it? What does a badge or bracelet get you? We get badges. Uh, we get straight up film badges. They have straight up music badges and they have film, and I believe they have interactive. I'm not sure. But what does the film mean for us? That means that at the premieres or at the screenings of all of these films that that are going on everywhere, we get priority access somewhat you know we, we have to go stand in a line and we get priority access with the there's a platinum badge yeah most of the platinum badges that i saw or that we saw were given to volunteers mm-hmm. volunteers is a huge thing with them so we um we stand in that line and that means that that we get priority over music badges right no one who with a music badge, by the way, goes to the... We've never seen them in the film line. Well, then nobody with the film, like we have film badges. Goes to the music We're going to be in the third line to go see a concert with, you know, yeah. Kanye or something. I'm just throwing the name out there. Kanye? But so it crazy, just, crazy it just depends. Yeah. So anyway, not to go... We can go on and on about it. It's just really cool. It's, it's worth every penny. Thankfully, we don't have to pay for the badges, yeah. but they're expensive. You guys, they're like $1,300 each. Yeah. But what you get with that is... You just get a ton of shit, man. We'll talk about the premieres um, right now. So we screened four films. Elena, what was the first film we screened? Talk about that, where we saw well, it. I, I mentioned it last time um, because I've been following this guy since he spoke at my cousin's graduation here at A&M. But um, his name is Ben Masters. And so he they he directed a movie called The River and the Wall. And I knew it was coming to South By because, again, I follow him. And they also screened it here at the university. Um, but I missed it for whatever reason. And so they were, they, I knew he was coming to South by and I looked at the dates and I knew that he had, he had, uh, uh, screened it that first weekend. We were not there, but they were screening it the Saturday we were going to be in town or the Friday we were going to be in town. I was like, I have to see this movie. So that one wasn't a premiere then. No, 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 no. Um, it was a second screening, second or third screening. Um, and, um, I told you we have to see the river and the wall anyway. So we ended up waking up super early, going to get our badges. And then we went to go line up for, the movie because you have to line up we'll talk about how early you have to line up when we get to these <laughs> premieres and um beautifully movie well-made movie if, if they're on instagram look at look for them the river and the wall it's about what the wall the potential wall that trump wants to build what it would do to the ecosystem on the border of texas and mexico so naturally in east texas there's already natural walls i mean you, you can't just cross like there's like canyons and mountains and like and really, really dangerous currents from the river. So no one's going to walk there. So they were just talking about how a wall can do damage to the, to the parks, like the national parks that are there, I think uh, Big Ben. They did a really good job um, of graphically showing you... The beauty. 
Well, yes, no. Of Texas. Cine- well, yeah, cinematically showing you the beauty, but I meant graphic, like the graphics that they used mm-hmm. to show you where walls and fences already existed. Yes, because we already have some pieces. And where there are national parks along the way. And it's not a lot. I think it's like, what, 3% of Texas has national parks? Yeah, not footage, a lot. Not a lot. Or not a lot. But uh, regardless of where you stand on the wall or the fence, whatever you want to call it, wherever it's needed, this documentary did a really good job of um, showing these five people. Yeah. Right? Like you were saying, they started from the where, from the El Paso. El Paso, the tip of Texas up there. Went all the way to the Gulf. Yeah, all the, the way to the Rio Grande Valley and to where the Gulf, the river empties into the Gulf, which I had never seen, and it was absolutely stunning. It's cool, yeah. Biking, I mean, walking, they got on horses, they got in the, in the canoes. They showed you every bit of of the river and how beautiful so you wouldn't even know that it was and Texas. the stories of each individual i yep. mean not from here some were immigrants or uh, as children of immigrants some were just like naturally um attracted to texas and then they also interviewed um democrat uh bethel rourke and and republican uh will hurd and both of them would just have this consensus of how waste of money the wall would build however they the feeling that there is some kind of immigration reform that needs to take place and so it was overall amazing and beautiful and i was in tears it's really cool so, you, you can see a lot of parts of t- it, it was it was if, a great film if you have a chance to see it i think it comes out on may 3rd i'm not sure if it's going to be in theaters or where it's going to be shown but look just Take a look. It's just gorgeous. And it's not it's not extreme left. It's no, not extreme no, right. It's factual. It's straight it, up in the middle. It also talks about how people will be losing their land. Ranch owners will lose land that they've owned for generations. Basically, the wall and the, the river and the river, I'm sorry, the fence, the wall, it will not, in most cases, be built directly on, right. so on the river line. So it yeah. will come into property. Yes. And... They did the math. There will be basically about a million, a million acres of unused, lost between the wall and the river, of property right. completely unused, which will sh- which will change the shape of Texas big time. So um, and the wildlife, right? And and the detriment that it would do to wildlife. So watch it. They they interviewed they interviewed uh, landowners who were you know for. Some sort of security, yeah, just, on their property, right? Yeah. Just and it and you know weren't a fan of their land being taken or, you know, eminent domain. They were not a fan of that, but they, you know, I think everyone agreed that it shouldn't have open borders, like straight up, like just walk right in here. But, um, they 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 interviewed border patrol agents also. One, um, well, yeah, well, but he spoke. He was for the um. He was part of the union, which the is union. why they let him do it. Um, right. Uh, they also interviewed um. Ranch owners, some biologists also. It was yeah. just all forms of information that they were just getting. And that's all they wanted to do was present an informative documentary of what the wall, what is needed and what can be done. It so. was good. So watch it. Second film we screened was one of, one I wanted to see. Yeah. And uh, Elena, you can say whether or not you liked it or didn't like it or were excited about I it. I mean, I, I didn't expect it to be what it was. Neither did I. And I kind of dozed off a little bit. She did. I didn't, man. I was fucking feeling it. So, But then I woke up and I was like dancing in the aisle <laughs> and stuff. So basically, we um, we won't go crazy over, over this one. Uh, but we uh, screened. It's called Amazing Grace. Yeah. And it was uh, a full-blown documentary, really a live, a live view 
of Aretha Franklin recording her gospel album, which apparently was like one of the top selling albums. She recorded it in a church. And was it Warner Brothers? I don't remember who it was. Maybe. Who uh, this, this is straight up from the 70s, early 70s. I don't remember what year, but the album recording was actually done in the church and it was documented. Uh, it was done in two nights and it was documented from start to finish. This does not, this did not have people on camera talking like a documentary. This was just straight it up. It was live. Let's see. Like they recorded everything. So it was cool. And the footage, the footage had, has been there since then, but was never released until they made this documentary and they screened it at South by and nobody was there. It almost seemed like one of the direct one of the uh, program directors from South by just wanted to bring it to us. Well, to and watch. Let, let's add the fact that also the majority of the times when they're screening movies, whether it's been shown once or multiple times, there's usually the team to introduce the movie. Yeah. Or do a QA, and a which would happen the with The River and the Wall. We were able to ask questions to the to the producers and stuff, but. This movie was not. There was nobody here. It no. was just shown. She said, just like the 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 uh, South by employee, the moderator, senior, yeah, mm-hmm. the senior program director, or she wasn't the senior. She was the main lady. Yeah. She just introduced it and said she wanted to bring it so we yeah. could watch it. <laughs> and she watched. We watched it. It was awesome. I love Aretha Franklin. To see her sing was incredible. The choir they had behind her, her was, was incredible. In her dad, the preacher that was there, that was playing the piano and singing along with her, it was awesome. So I I hope you guys have a chance to see it when it comes out i was digging it there the theater was by the way all four films that we screened were at the same were at the paramount mm-hmm. downtown mm-hmm. which is like a really old theater and it's the place to screen movies there everyone um any filmmaker apparently really loves that theater and it's a big deal it's a big deal to it's them. Really haunted so it's pretty old yeah it's and it's kind of <laughs> creepy but it's awesome yeah uh which which is perfect for the next two films that we're going to talk about that we screened so again the aretha one it was awesome i think only two people walked out but it was because like they probably weren't expecting no it. yeah they, they I, wanted that's people what I, talking about aretha I wanted, yeah. and, and her talking to the camera and, right no she was just there she got up sang did her thing and she, what did you say? She has breast. She had resting bitch face, like big time. But she's Aretha Franklin. She's the queen of soul. I mean, and she just opened her mouth and like these like angel tunes of, because <laughs> uh, it was hymns, church hymns. Yeah. I mean, God. It was cool to see, um, <coughs> excuse me. It was cool to see the production, mm-hmm. like the light set up, the old cameras, the old tripods they were using that were yeah. made out of wood. Mick Jagger was in the audience. He was there. They showed him. He's super young. It was it was a lot of fun. So every yeah. what I what I liked was um, I think right before you were starting to fall asleep, Elena, I looked around and everyone was like moving their heads. Yeah, they were moving their heads to 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 her, and uh, it was great. Had a great time. I loved it. So yeah, that was uh, so. The third move, the next two films that we're going to talk about real quick that we screened were world premieres, meaning they had never been shown to anywhere a, a theater yeah. or to an audience of our size. Sure, shown to maybe like a handful of people, but never to no, an actual public they're audience. Not. I mean, they are sometimes the celebrities were like, "This is the first time I've seen this." No, I know that, but I mean, like they are, sh- yeah, they are shown sometimes. So, which was the what was the movie? The first, the third one was. Um, the Curse of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. You know, I mean, look, I'm chicken shit. I know what I was going into. We were in line for, what, three hours? 
Mm-hmm. Almost. I, I think that's p- kind of the ballpark that you get in line for. Can thing. we address the elephant in the social media room about how much uh, shit this trailer got when it came out because there was a white woman behind it? Well, okay. You want to go there? I, yeah, we have to because as okay. soon as I got to work, that's what that, that's what I was hit with. No, really? Yeah, that's what I was hit with. Uh, one of a, one of my coworkers said his wife was really like turned off by it. Oh well, his wife is like from like <sighs> from Mexico. Up Mexico. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so I understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, without like giving too much away, there's a ton of Latinos in here. Yes. And it makes complete sense. Uh, they did not do it. They they did it justice. It did not get uh too Americanized, if that makes any sense. Everything was done fine. It was. It, they didn't yeah. appropriate anything, in my yeah. opinion. She was. She yes. The main actress the main was was white, right. but her her kids were were Hispanic because her her husband was. Yeah. So I think her Hispanic was a Mexican American. Yeah, yeah. And if you really think about it, like in my opinion, um, you know, the Curse of La Llorona and everyone listening, if you know about the tale and you were told that when you were grown up, um, I don't think any. I don't. If they made the movie. Of all about all Latinos and, and and Hispanic, they would be like, man, doesn't this bitch know any better? You know what I mean? Doesn't she know the yeah. tale? So it almost makes sense that she that wouldn't it, know that it's happening to a what? Yeah. It has to be told to, to, to where that it's makes sense. happening to someone yeah, who yeah. doesn't know anything about it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I mean, I think when it first got aired, it got some slack that the trailer did about the, all that that you're mentioning, but not knowing what this movie was really about, telling the story. I thought it was super scary. But then again, I grew up listening to this story about her in the river. But I don't remember her being so scary. And I've said that before. Let's like, pretend some people don't know what you're talking about. Tell us the story of La Llorona. Okay, so this woman drowns her kids. It's a tall tale. Yes. But I think you hear this tale in different cultures. Like, okay. Okay. A woman that kills her kids, she drowns her kids to to get revenge to her husband who left her for a younger woman. I mean... We've heard this sure. all the time. Right. And so, um, and then she immediately regrets it and then kills herself. So she never, her soul never rests in peace. So she, she cries. So she cries. The Yorona literally means the weeping woman. Um, so she haunts the river crying and, and people will tell you, Gerald, like they've heard her. They've heard her crying on the river. If you live on the, near the river, you can hear her crying. But she never. All your parents told you was, she, was you better behave. If not, she's going to come I, get you. She never. That's she, it. She was never presented like that to us. It was what always. Was it was always just like she's crying. She misses her children. She's haunting. Like she's haunting the river looking for her children. It was never like she's going to come get you. Some La- never. No, but some Latino but families. From, but, not for you, but for some Latino families, they were told that it was it was the boogeyman, basically. I've never once heard it like that. And so we were told that in line. When we, we were, were told. Um. We were told that you just respected her, like, and she was never really like scary. It was just, I mean, think of a think of seeing an apparition of a woman on the river, like that's fucking scary enough. Well, in a white dress, and yeah, all that. that's yeah. fucking scary. I mean, you and then you put like all this gore on her, and it's like fuck that. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, I had my eyes covered the entire time, uh, probably about fifty percent of the time. Let's talk about real quick before we go into the theater because there's some important stuff you need to talk about that happened. Waiting in line. Mm-hmm. We have not talked about waiting in line. Even though you have a film badge, that does not that does not mean you're going to get in because a lot of people have film badges. So if a movie... Thousands is, of people have film right, badges. If a movie... If there's a movie you want to see and it starts at 8. For example, this one, The Curse of La Llorona, the world premiere, started at 8 o'clock. We got in line at what time? Later. I think it was like 9.15 was the start. 
Um, we okay, got, you're right. No, 9.30. We got in line, I think, like at 6, maybe? About 6 o'clock. Uh, almost 6 o'clock we got in line. Yeah. And what happens is you stay in line. That sounds like a long time, you guys. I get it. It is a long time. It is a long time, but it goes by fast because you make friends with the people in front of you, behind you. You switch around in conversation. You're like, hey, can you can you watch my spot so I can go to the bathroom? Or can you watch my spot so I can get some coffee? Can I yeah. go grab something to eat? I'll be right back. Yeah. Everyone, It's like a community in a line that, that is formed, and it goes by pretty quick. And then when you're in line, about maybe 45 minutes before... You get your badge you get scanned. Your Q card also, you get your yeah. badge scanned, and then shortly after that, they give you a Q card. That means you're guaranteed to get inside of this yeah. film. If you did not get a Q card, you might as well just leave the line. Yeah. So you'll know right away whether or not you can get in. So that's pretty much how waiting in and line. And then they works. they give you enough time to go into the theater and um you know go to the bathroom or or get some drinks and popcorn. Like they they, they let you thirty they, minutes. They open early. the doors yeah. pretty early, and they're pretty on time too. But as we were as we were walking into the theater, because we we're like three blocks down, the line is three blocks down from the start of it. They the started start around it, yes. the building. It's not that long, and it, it's it's only to avoid traffic and congestion in that area. But yeah, it's about three blocks away, and then you come down, and you and you walk into the theater. Well, at, at the Yorona screening, um, they had all these like curanderas blessing all the line with uh, sage. And it, I mean, you could you could smell it. I mean, we're coming around the, the building and we're like, oh, I can smell the sage. And then they gave everyone a red handkerchief. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that was for. I was like, oh, OK, OK. So then we all sit down and it's like uh, the theater is full to the max of guests, honored guests and celebrities and cast and, and us. And um, and then they bring on a curandero from Los Angeles, who I think was on the set of the film also. I think he was hired. I don't remember. I, I think he said that. And so he kind of blesses us. And then he, we do some exercises to to scare away, to not keep any evil around us. And that when we leave this building, that we're not going to take anything home with us. That we're going to be just blessed and cleansed and everything. So we we do the we kind of swirl the handkerchief around us to get rid of all the evil energy but we need to make sure to throw it away. We cannot leave the building with it because then we have, we're have we going to go home and we're going to take all these. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, so that that was really fun. And towards the mid- middle of the movie, I was like, we have to go. I, I can't do this anymore. There was, let me. I'm not some gonna, intense scenes. I'm not going to ruin the film for you guys. But um, there was, you if you've seen the trailer, if you go see the trailer, they show her face. And Fuck that. I didn't see it once. It's one of those scary faces. There's colored contacts, white makeup. Like Mm-mm. there's. You know, Mm-mm. a little bit of CGI. So no. um, they show her face in the trailer, right? <clears throat> what happened to me, and I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything. What happened to me is they showed her too much. So oh, she right. became numb to me. Yeah. There was a certain point in the film, maybe three quarters in or less, where they showed her face. By the way, this bitch came out in the daytime, in the <laughs> nighttime. It did not matter. You know when you watch, you know when you watch a scary movie when you're younger, yeah, and you're, it's like the scary stuff's happening when you're only at night, yeah. And then like there's daytime in the scene, and you're like, okay, all right, I'm good for a little bit. It's there's sun, there's daylight. Yeah. No, this bitch did not care. Yeah. She came out all the time. So, anyway, they showed, in my opinion, they showed her face a little too much, where she became numb to me. But there was one point where like the height of the scariness of her face, where it hit. And then Elena literally was like, I want to go. 
<laughs> but we were like three quarters of the way through. And I'm like, Lenny, you can't leave a scary movie without knowing how it ends. Like, because then the, I, I think that would have fucked with you a lot more. So she dished it out. Proud of her. She doesn't like scary movies. I don't like scary movies. Um, I, I, I get scared. I'm not going to say I don't get scared, but it's fun for me. And it's you, not fun. Elena experienced what anyone who has has been in a theater with scary movies before. You know, whether it's a jumping part or whether there's just a, a, a chilling part that makes people scream or scares them, there's immediate laughter afterwards. All the time. How, how What's wrong with you people? Because it was funny that we got that scared. No. Uh-uh. It was Fuck funny. That. Everyone laughs, and Elena, but Elena did not laugh. No. I was like, let's go. We got to go. <laughs> and that's it. I didn't even see the bitch's face. I was like, we have to go. You and saw it the one time. No, I didn't. My eyes were covered. The, her her noise, the noise that she made oh. was so scary to me because they have her like these. In that one scene? With, on, on all the... of them. They have her wailing and it's so fucking scary and loud. That theater already has like badass acoustics. Sure. I was ready to bounce. But we didn't and, and we Gerald stayed. And was like, no, we stayed. So. You know, what kept fucking with me during that movie is... Um, they have the uh the I'm I'm watching it and I'm like fuck where's when's she gonna come out or when am I gonna hear this bitch crying and you're like uh, I and then these ushers man because I was like kind of towards the end of the aisle these ushers are walking up and down in the dark yeah. you know doing their job yeah, like they should people uh but I'm like I keep looking at them in the dark shadows that keep moving so anyway it kept fucking with me and then we get out. Oh, before we get out, okay, I'm going to share with you guys the story that we were told because the actors come out. The yeah. actors come out on stage, the director, the producers, they talk more about the film. Then there's a Q&A. The audience members are able to ask questions. Of course, um, they were asked the questions of did anything happen on set because they were actually mentioning that shit happened on set. And if you go look up, there's things on Poltergeist um, that happened on set and then people actually died who were yeah. in the film. Two people died from... Yeah. From whatever weird causes after they did the film. There's things regarding The Exorcist about um, things that happened on Y'all, set. I don't, I don't fuck with that, man. No, I get it. So in this one, they they hinted that there was things that happened. So, of course, naturally, people asked and wanted to know. And what's the name of the actor? I think it's Raymond Garza. The, the Mexican that's in everything. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of the he was one of the gang members in the kitchen of Training Day. Yeah. During, um, anyway, he... He said, because he, he played uh, Curendera in the film. And he, yeah, a, a priest. A priest, no, a, a hero, no longer priest. Right. Or what, I don't know what, what He was saying that he didn't, he, you know, had reservations about doing the film because some, the Curse of La Llorona, she is, is real to some people. So he didn't uh, want to. She is real. Okay, thank you. He is, <laughs> he didn't want to fuck with it. So on set. Raymond he, Cruz. Thank you, Raymond Cruz. Uh, Raymond Cruz, if you're listening, he did a great job. <laughs> and he said he showed up on set ready with crystals in his pocket. Yeah, an evil um, eye. Evil eye necklace under his. He, yeah, you don't fuck around with this shit, man. He had some prayer beads around his, around his, uh, around his, he had a bracelet of prayer beads. Yeah. He said, because there's a part in the film where he's casting, you know, trying to cast her out. Yeah. And he said, and you know, you're, you get a little skeptical of whether or not this is true. Uh, naturally but he said that when he was doing his scene a cold burst of wind rushed through him and his bracelet exploded mm-hmm. and there was pieces of it on the ground three or two or three of the beads round beads were completely split cleanly in half mm-hmm. he took the rest of the beads onto the porch and tried to break them with his foot or shoe his boot and could not break them 
So that's the freaky thing that happened to him. There was some other stories that were shared by other actresses, but to me that was the one that, that yeah. stood out the most because yeah. it felt like, okay, you're either fucking completely lying. And then I'm also like, okay, if you were actually, I mean, that has to be on film, right? Maybe. So, well, he said he was doing the scene, yeah. so it's got to be on film. So anyway, all that happened. We left the theater, and what happened at the end of the, at, outside of the theater, Elena? They had more people uh, blessing everybody. With what, like sage? Yeah, and with sage, people? and I think no, yeah, with sage. Yeah, there were we posted in people. our stories. Yeah, both of us. While we yeah. were there, I got more. Sm- I got smudges. I got yeah. all the blessings. And then we went home. I took to Benadryl and we got home like almost one o'clock. Yeah, and yeah. crashed out. <laughs> I knew I wasn't gonna sleep, and I was like, oh, I have to take something. Okay, and then so, Pet Cemetery is yeah. the next film, the closing film of South by Southwest. that we're gonna talk about as soon as we come back. Okay. We're back, you guys. We're back. We're out of Michelada mix. We got to make another one. Well, no, we're not out of the mix. Not we're, the mix. Our the, drink is. We're out of drink. We we're finished our drink. <laughs> we'll get another one. All right, last movie, last film we're going to talk about before we go into the craziness that was last night and um, launching things within our brands, some behind the scenes stuff is um, <laughs> we uh, oh we got to forget we can't forget to talk about the drunk lady and then the the. The 30-year-old men that were yeah. trying to fight the kids. Oh, yeah. South by. You make us laugh. You're funny. All right. Pet Cemetery, Elena. What's up with Pet Cemetery? How was that world premiere? Okay. So that was another long-ass line that we stood in for. The longest I mean, not, one. But we were like, as soon as we were done with the Aretha Franklin movie, literally walked out of the theater to go get in line for Pet Cemetery. We got in line for Pet Cemetery at 525. We got in. Aretha was at 3. Yeah. We got in line for Aretha Franklin at a little after, like at one thirty. Yeah. When we got in line for Aretha at one thirty, there was a guy there. There, we were fourth in line, third in line. He was like, "Are y'all, are y'all in line for Pet Cemetery?" He, yeah, we're he, like, he came up and said that. We were like, "Bitch, no, <laughs> bro, Pet Cemetery is at eight. It's one thirty. <laughs> and he was like, "He's like, I've been here since 12. I'm not missing this movie." Yeah, because he had missed one. But you'll meet people that missed premiere. That we, sucks. we met people that missed uh, us. Us. The uh, movie that came out in the first weekend, they missed that and they were pissed. So, so we 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 chatted up with that dude, and then and then uh, when we when we left for Aretha, when we our line started moving, he just was the first one. I said, "We'll be back." Yeah, and we we came back and we saw him. He's still first. I think we were like when we come back when we got out of Aretha Franklin movie, uh, we went back like sixtieth or something. Yeah, no, I think it was like forty eight or fifty. Oh, because the cue card. Yeah, the cue card. Yeah, it tells you what number you are. So, um. We got out of that movie at 5.25. We were in line for Pet Cemetery at 5.25, and the movie didn't start till 8. And we made some friends. One of them had a ton of energy. Too much. I could not take it. I'm glad she befriended the people behind us. And what actually got her away from us, she was cool. Like, I'm not... Yeah. She just had a lot of energy, so I was like... It was wearing me down. Yeah. I can hold a conversation with anybody, but fuck. It that, was a lot. At that level, I was tired. So, um... What actually what actually got her away from us was the drunk lady that I'm that I'm remembering to talk about. There was this lady who was like also super early there. She had been drinking since God knows when. And at the end of the line down the down the building, there's a bar. She went inside and came out and was talking to everyone she could in line, basically telling them, I bought five beers and they're waiting for anyone who wants to go in there and get them. 
Now, the way I just explained it was not how she was explaining it to everyone. She was frustrating people because she was so drunk. You could tell. Well, and people were telling her no. And she would not. Well, why? Well, and she was she was pretty belligerent. And she even called one guy an asshole. You're an asshole. My husband's an asshole, but you're an asshole. And this guy was so nice. And I was begging her to come talk to us. And she didn't. And all I was going to tell her was, I'm a recovering alcoholic. <laughs> Just to see what the fuck she would say. Because she was asking everyone to go get a beer. And people, like at that point, like when you're in line for three hours, the only reason you're going to get out of line is to go pee. Seriously. Yeah. Like you don't want it. You're fine. Like, but I don't know you. I don't want to leave this line to go have a beer at a bar with people I don't, I don't know. know you. Like, yeah, it's just weird. But the girl behind us was like, yeah, I'll go get one. <laughs> and then she went and she got one. So, And then when she came back, she made friends with the people behind us. Yeah. So, so it, it was, was cool. fine. It was fine. Pet Cemetery, Lena. What's yeah. up with that? Tell me. So, and then we were like just waiting for the movie. And then all of a sudden, you hear this little procession of L- drums. This one little drum. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And these like five kids and they all have animal masks and and very similar to the trailer the the, per, the of, funeral procession yeah, for a pet. pet cemetery yeah and they show it in the trailer that 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 parade they look procession. like the same fucking kids for real and then so i i put it on my story and then i think i posted on my personal instagram and the one little conejo the bunny like looks at me with this weird head tilt <laughs> and that character does the same thing in the fucking movie and i caught it i caught the story i don't know if you caught this in the movie but the but the lead person in the in the in the parade procession is carrying a pillow and on that pillow is, is the leash is no the collar the collar yeah so they ha- they ha- and like- i looked again at the story that i recorded of this fake procession in the middle of fucking austin street they had a collar there on the pillow and I'm like, this is so fucking creepy. This is so creepy. Anyway, uh, that was, that was cool. And then we got in and got some popcorn and I think some beer and there's not a whole lot to talk about on that film. No, just know that it was good. We had fun. I truly, I I don't like scary movies. I don't, but this was really, really good. It was fun. It was a good film. It was really good. And And I haven't seen the original. I don't remember seeing it. Okay. I don't remember it. Some people that were kind of high up in rankings there for the festival told us they thought it was better. I know. Than the original. I can see why they thought that. There's some people that are going to be very romantic about the original and like how it it's the original and yeah. it's, you don't mess with it and uh but in in our opinion it was it was really good. I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool. Every single actor that was in it was was there, was there except for John, John Lithgow, yeah. yeah. But, I'm um, sure that dude's like, yeah, I'm done with Hollywood. I just do the movies. I don't, I don't even go do to the film festivals. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, that's for you. Those are for young um, people. It was really good and really fucking creepy. So you, you guys, when does that come out? Next month in April, I think. I loved just, it. I it thought was it was good. great. That was that was it, man. And then like we we left. I mean, not to mention, you know, we did some shopping inside of the market. Um, at South by, but and the, I lost my scarf in an Uber the first day, anyway, the first, first fucking day. day. Anyway, um, that's after Pet Cemetery. I think that's when we kind of like decided, like, all right, we got to take advantage of this fucking badge. We have to come here. Well, we did the first time. We just didn't take the week off. We went and, both weekends. Yeah, no, no, we're taking the whole week off, like next time, because we know. have to take advantage of this awesomeness. That means you have to be a big girl and like tough it out on these lines. I have. I'm I know, fine. but every time you're, you don't want to. 
every time in That's the morning. That's not true. I just do we have to go? <sighs> my butt do does hurt. <sighs> I know. The good thing about waiting in line is you get to sit down when you're done. Yeah, you're right. Because you get to see a, a film. Mm-hmm. Hey, so there was these. <laughs> there was these. Um, we were. I don't remember where we were walking. We were just walking from point A to point B, and um, there were some guys that had passed us. Just some, tw- I don't know, late tw- maybe thirty, early thirty drunk. something year yeah, old. Yeah, they people. were drunk. You could tell they had just left and had had a good amount of drinks. It was during the day. It was like straight yeah. up during the day, not like five <laughs> o'clock or six o'clock. It was like we during the afternoon. Way. I was on my way to go get another scarf because I lost. It was cold. Is that where we were going? We were on our way to. Uh, oh. Uh, where were Urban? No. Um, you looked it up, and Urban Outfitters was the only thing next to. Yeah. So anyway, so w- they 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 passed us up. And we're way, 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 way ahead um, at this point when this happened. And all of a sudden, we hear all this loud commotion from them in their direction. We looked up. It was them. They had turned around. And as soon as as soon as I looked up to see that it was them in the distance, passing me were three must have been 12 to 14 years of age. Three kids, three boys on BMX bikes. Yeah riding in the street who were like assholes. They were just, th- no, they weren't assholes. That's what one of them had said, like assholes. And then the guys in the, the older men were calling out these kids like, yeah, you better walk away. And first I was like, he's riding his bike. He's not walking. <laughs> and dude, you're like 30 years old. He's like 12. What and the then fuck? he throws his jacket on the floor. <laughs> they wanted to fight these kids. I don't know I'm what like, these kids dude, did. You're in the middle of fucking city hall, downtown Austin. Like, yeah, what did they, these kids do? They were literally like 200 feet or 200 to 300 feet away from them at this point. Like these guys couldn't hit them with the baseball. <laughs> but when he but at that, they're still that far away. And the dude throws this. His jacket down, come like on, you said. Come what? on. What? Uh, run home to your mama or some or, shit like that. And we we're like, what? Yeah, he kept saying run. But I'm like, they're on bikes. And the kids are like, yeah, y'all are dumb. I, I couldn't. It was so funny. Yeah. It was, was super crazy. funny. So I didn't. I wanted to make sure that we told you guys about that because that was pretty funny. So behind the scenes, Elena. We gotta okay. Tell so guys about yesterday, guys, like y'all, for those of you that own online stores you know how hard it is to upload stuff merchandise stuff right describe stuff count inventory all that shit i cannot believe okay so yesterday we got home at five i have a bunch of stuff from our from my pop-up that i need to do that i need to post onto my website but this started because you texted me earlier in the day and said what well because I, i i knew that we were gonna have a busy weekend and so i said gerald we need to launch all of my new merch and he's like all right tonight we're doing it and i'm like fuck you started it so i was like oh okay fine because it's work and so when we got home from 5 30 to midnight almost one o'clock in the morning we were working on that so i posted about it today it, it, it means photo shoot of everything and then you wanted to do a video which is fine so we did a video and then um you took pictures of every single item of my new merchandise and so i have to count all the stickers all the buttons measure bags describe you know and get the photos from you that are edited and then go into shopify and upload everything make sure that other stuff is not there and oh my god it it took me about maybe two and a half to three hours to um 
Yeah. And just, just so you guys. everything out. And no. then on top of that, go get dinner because I was not going to fucking cook. I was like, I, we got to eat and I got to go make something. So just so you guys have like a, a you're aware of the timeline of because you might be like, fuck, 530 to one o'clock in the morning, pretty much. What the fuck did y'all do? Well, it, it takes time. So you you had tote bags, cosmetic bags, stickers, earrings, kitchen buttons, towels. kitchen towels. You had all those things and different variations of all of yeah. them that needed to be photographed. Yes. So we were hurrying up to photograph them in outside the, in, in the, the backyard yeah. when we still had sun. So while we were shooting them. I was like, let me get a little bit of footage and let's, I'd rather shoot it and not need it. Yeah. So we were, we, that took a little bit longer between each photo, getting a little bit of footage, having you move the bags or doing whatever. Right. And then we're done with all that. That takes a certain amount of time. And then I have to sit back here and I have to upload all the photos and I have to edit them in my photo editing program because they're raw photos. If you don't Mm -hmm. know what that is, that's we'll skip that yeah yeah (laughs) so i had to edit all those photos get them ready get them sized correctly get them web ready so they're not gigantic and large size them and square them up make them what they need to be to send to elena because i used to i used to upload all her shit for her but i don't have time for that anymore yeah so it's good because elena you're taking more ownership of the back end of your website because you need to learn how to do it it's fucking work right so then I get all those photos ready, and while I'm still doing that, then you go get dinner. Yeah. And then you come back. We eat dinner. I come back. I get the photos ready. I throw them in Dropbox. I email yeah. them all over to you. And then you sit in your office, and you literally upload every single one, all all the details, products, yes. various Count photos, counts, all. descriptions to every part of the mm-hmm. to your website. Measure. In, Measure everything. Yeah. Approx- right, right, yeah. right, right. Uh, put them in the appropriate categories. Make new categories when needed. There's there's a lot of work to do it correctly mm-hmm. to make a good shopping experience for people that are landing on your website. Yeah. So while all that's happening, here I am editing the footage, trying to make a video, making the video for Instagram, making the video for you to post on Facebook. So I'm editing the photos. I, you know, you know, when you edit for me, I got to find the right music and then I edit to the music before I knew it. It was like almost 11 o'clock. I know. And then I'm like, fuck, I still got to make an email camp because here's what happened. Tell people what happened while you're uploading products. So, okay. I, now, this is what would when we when we're going to kick off a new product, especially something I've made. What we do is is send an, a, an a email campaign and we let because I think if you if you sign up for emails, I think as a reward, you should get notified first before I post it on Instagram or Facebook that there's a new product. So we we do an email campaign. Hey y'all, this is live. Go buy now before beat everyone to the punch, right? So we do that. Well, well, I was fucking uploading stuff because it was late. It was late, it. man. And I, you were making you were making these items live as yeah. opposed to when we yeah because don't I, make them live. Right, yet. right, right. So I was uploading them, dude. Shit was already being bought. Well, I was like, I was like, oh my god you know five five things of this or five pieces of that and i'm like oh my god so at the end of the night when everything was uploaded the website was done shopify is good we're all good to go i had to process like eight orders which means package wait. i'm surprised you did it last night i'm surprised you didn't wait for I, today. I didn't want to do it I, I i was like let me just package mail everything out today package everything last night so that was a whole other cherry on top to the sunday of side hustle and then well and then and then top it off uh we were feeling bad we're like fuck we got to get this mailchimp this email sent out mailchimp is what we use to send out our emails but we need to get this out so i was like well at first let me just tease let me just send a campaign uh a newsletter campaign out just saying we've got all these things available 
But then I'm like, well, I shot all these pictures. Let me just, because I mean, you, you've everyone's seen, you know, simple emails that say, "New collection launch, go yeah. click here." Problem with Elena's was there's different types of everything. You've got stickers, pins, buttons. Um, you've got tote bags, cosmetic bags. You have all these different categories. Mm-hmm. So I have to link them in. I have to link. Each you had one to of wait those. for me to be done with everything. No, not necessarily. I mean, to a, to a certain extent, but I had to make kind of a long newsletter oh, right. to where it's like we just launched tote bags and a show a couple of those and then a button that says see all of them yeah and they're taken to that collection yeah i had to do that for all six different types of um what you, and then yes i have to link them correctly which meant i have to wait for you to put them inside of where they needed to be in shopify so i could get that url link and attach yeah. it to that button so we're going off here by the way but this is um all that yeah and we didn't lollygag i wasn't over here like fucking around in no. between it was like straight up and then it was non-stop work and it was it wasn't until towards the end of the night when we go and we check and make sure our doors are locked before we go to bed where you're like we have been non-stop since um since we got home and i was like fuck that's true other than the 15 minutes we stopped to eat yeah. and you know the 10 minutes you took to go get the food right so that's like the behind the scenes and that's only to launch these products and do the do make somewhat of a marketing effort with a newsletter we made a video um to try and get these things sold you know that's just that does not count (laughs) you making them right oh my god yes (laughs) so this is a whole different side and we're not telling you this to discourage you or to the the only reason we're telling you this is just because we're again we pride ourselves in being candid about like what this stuff well, takes, I mean, and maybe you need to hear what it's what some I of just, that takes. You know, there's again, the key word to this is it's behind the scenes. You know, at the end of the day, what you're looking at is a nice website and with everything that's up there and ready to be bought. But not only my business in any business, whether it's corporate America or a small brand like Taco Gear or So Bonita, there is a ton of work behind those websites and uploading those products. The problem, or not the problem, but the main distinction is that you and I, it's just you and I. We don't have a marketing team of all these professionals to do all that. Right. Nor are we there. Right. So it's a lot of work. FYI. FYI. (laughs) Okay. The last thing we're going to talk about with you guys is... Where all you listeners are coming from. I've got stats right in front of me. That's it. Let's see. Get I, get I, told, I told you, Elena, a little bit about this, but this is going to be news to okay. you as well. All right. So the new dashboard on anchor.fm when I log in for SoTaco. And mm-hmm. again, Anchor is the, you've heard the uh, commercial. You've heard the the sponsor ad that we have yeah. for it. Uh, we say a lot of, the, I think that needs to be re-recorded, by the way. Okay. With your voice this time. Cool. I need to hear a different voice. So the dashboard, cool changes. Here is our podcast performance. Let's talk about where our listeners are coming from. Now, this is funny because um, we're going to talk. I'm going to tell you where they come from and what they're using, what they're listening to it on. Let's just knock that out of the way first. We already knew this. 70% of the people that listen to this podcast are listening from are, are listening from Apple Podcasts. Okay. I have already known that Apple podcast kills every other podcast. Why platform. is that? Do you think it's because the accessibility on the phone? And I thought there the was mobile? more, there's more Android users, but I guess Android users do not listen to podcasts. So I have no idea. Maybe they listen on Spotify. 
that's the next thing. 4% of our listeners are coming from Spotify. 4% of our listeners are coming from Stitcher. 5% of our listeners are coming straight from the Anchor app. And 17% of our listeners are coming from Other. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. The website, maybe? Uh, it could Desktop? be. It could be. Okay. It could be. Devices. iPhone. That, that was apps. This is devices. 68% of people are listening on an iPhone. Huh. Now, I said 70% on Apple Podcasts earlier. That just means 2% is probably listening from the desktop version instead of the iPhone. Okay. So we're on devices. 68% iPhone, 6% Android, 5% web, 6% Mac, 16% other. Interesting. Very. Now, let's talk about where you guys are coming from. Now, this is funny because they have like a, they have something on here. Um Oh, they removed it. Oh, it started out with like, there's the just picture like right right now I'm staring at something that says United States, Spain, Norway, Belgium, France, and there's like a progress bar and then there's a percentage next to it. But before that, they removed it. That sucks. It said like Earth, Earth, <laughs> Mars, Venus, like it had all the planets and it's like 100% of your listeners are coming from Earth. Sweet. That's pretty funny. We actually, 1% of our listeners is actually coming from Spain. No. So it says 94% of our listeners are from the are from the United States. Wow. I mean, 6% is from everywhere else. 1% is from Spain. And then the rest, it's not enough to, to justify 1%. So it says less than 1% is coming from Norway, from Belgium, from France, Germany, Australia, UK, Canada, Dude. Sweden, Mongolia, Mexico, Ireland, Malaysia, South Africa, Russia, uh, Argentina, India, Colombia, and Indonesia. We've gone fucking international, y'all. That's crazy. That's so, so cool. I'm going to drill down into Spain for the 1%. Okay. Oh, can't see anything. Not enough. All right. Let's go in the U.S. Okay. 94%. Where are these people coming from? Uh, Houston. You know where you guys are coming from. So let's, let's states. Okay, states. 51% of our listeners. California. Texas. 25% California. 2% Maryland. 2% Illinois. 2% Georgia, and then 1% New York, 1% Florida, and then less than 1% Massachusetts, Ohio, Washington, Idaho, Oklahoma, Arizona, Virginia, Minnesota, Oregon, North Carolina, Missouri, Wisconsin, Colorado, Mississippi, Michigan, Louisiana, Pennsylvania. These are registered listeners. Uh, New Jersey, South Carolina, West Virginia, Arkansas, Connecticut, Alabama, Rhode Island, Utah, India, uh, um, India, India, <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> District of Columbia, New Hampshire, Kansas, Nevada, Iowa, Delaware, New Mexico, Hawaii, Tennessee, Kentucky, Nebraska, Montana. Wow. Now let's drill down into Texas. Okay. Where are our Texas listeners coming from? You know what? We'll save Texas for last. We're going to go into California uh -huh. and then we'll go into Texas. Okay. California, where 25% of our listeners are coming from. Okay. 56% of our listeners are coming from Mountain View, California. Okay. I don't even know where that is. I don't know where that is either. <laughs> But thank you guys for thank listening. You, Mountain View. 5% San Jose. 4% San Francisco. 4% Los Angeles. 3% Hollister. 2% Oakland. 1% Gonzalez. 1% Redwood. 1% Sacramento. 1% Rancho Cucamonga. Go Toros. Go Toros. <laughs> yes. And then less than 1% are Vista, Orange, Apple Valley, Santa Rosa, uh, Oceanside, San Diego, San Mateo, Wildemar, Stockton. Anaheim, Victor Victorville, North Hollywood, Menlo Park, Ontario, Newark, Salinas, Windsor. Yeah, there's I'm just there's a lot. So I'm going to stop now. Let's go to Texas. 
Texas, you guys. 51% of our listeners come from Texas. That's where we are from. We love you guys. We love all you guys. Texas, where are you coming from? All right. You'd be you'd be happy to know that that the, the at the very top of this list, Elena, twenty one percent of our listeners from Texas are coming from Corpus Christi. Yay! Thank you, thank you, Corpus, to our hometown. Then right underneath that, still at twenty one percent, like dead even, Houston. Houston, yeah. Ten percent Austin, six percent San Antonio, five percent Humble, three percent Fort Worth, two percent Mansfield. That's Weddle. That's <laughs> <laughs> Weddle. <laughs> hey, Weddle. Uh, 2% Mansfield, 2% Richmond, 2% Leander, uh, 2% Lockhart, 1% Eagle Pass. No, somebody from Eagle Pass. Aww. Multiple people I mean, from Eagle Pass. Yeah. yeah. Aww, shout out to Eagle Pass. La Aguila, <laughs> bitches. Uh, 1% Round Rock, 1% Dallas, 1% Robstown, and then less than 1% in a long list of cities that I just don't want to bore you with. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. It just kept going. Oh, that's very cool. So Thank you to everyone that listens. It's super cool. Just to be to let you guys know, th- this dashboard before only told you like total amount of listens, um, listens per episode, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, it, it would tell you like um, percentage of, uh, de- not devices, but iTunes versus yeah. Spotify versus like the desktop Mac. Um, it would tell you that stuff, but it never told you like your listen whether you're listening. That's from, really cool. Which is really really cool. So we've been doing this for God close to a year now. Yeah. And um, it's just really neat to see this. I yeah. think it's great timing. Not that we were like down on ourselves or anything like that. Uh, it's just cool to to see like where uh, all these people are coming from. There's some validation to that. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So if if we called out your city, thank um, you. Thank you so much. If we didn't, I'm sorry. I thought I called them all out. <laughs> of where if, if we didn't then i guess you're not it's not registering you but regardless tell you we really want this thing to grow you guys so tell tell your friends about it uh sign up for it like subscribe to it tell people you know about it just get some more listeners for us yeah we, we want them all we want all your ears mm-hmm. <laughs> what else do you have to say lena well i just want to go back to south by southwest oh. and tell you a story that happened to me tell our listeners to a story tell my <laughs> Do I know about this story? Yes. What happened at Voodoo? Oh, this is a great way to end it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so what's, what, what's, wait, are you going to talk about your car? Oh, shit. My car okay. is so much more boring. Let me let me knock that out. So you okay, can, go. You can finish on a high. This is cool. She'll tell you what Voodoo is, and then she'll tell you what happened to her at Voodoo. It was good. Uh, long story short, I, uh, I had a used 4Runner uh, that I loved. And Our I, family car. And I got- A it's family the, of two. <laughs> family of two. <laughs> It was a 2015 Forerunner. I yeah. bought it used. Uh, it was the probably the most expensive car I ever I ever got. I loved it. It it served its purpose. It was amazing. Took us everywhere. I had uh, close to eighty thousand miles on that thing, and I think I was supposed to have like forty <laughs> or something. Really? Yeah. yeah, I had a ton of miles because it's what we use to travel everywhere, and it's what I've used for when I traveled some t- when I traveled with the Tacos of Texas to do their documentary filming, yeah. and when I travel for the second season of the Taco Chair. So it's got, it's worth, it's worth it. But um, just to be flat out in front with you guys, you know, the right thing to do is to look at your finances and see, um, you know, are we where we need to be? Do we need to make some adjustments? And I was like, you know, I could really, I would love it if I had a cheaper car payment. Mm -hmm. I would absolutely love it. One of the things that justified us keeping the forerunner was Elena's pop-ups, shoving all of her shit in the back of that car 
now, and and I was like, well, you know, it can't justify getting that car just for your pop-ups. So yeah. long story short. Plus, we're not traveling anymore a lot with our, my pop-ups. I wanted to focus more in Corpus. Right. And so. And, you know, if we just, ever did, we'd, you know, we'd figure it out. Yeah. It's not a big deal. So I had my eyes on uh, all. I've, I've been with Toyota. I've had my first car was a Toyota. My second car was a Toyota. I've always had a Toyota. Yeah. Oh, no, I've had other cars. But yeah, um, Toyotas are good cars. I've had Toyotas pretty much the entire. I had a Honda one time. had an Acura. Like These, these are like old when I was a teenager, like yeah. old cars. And I um, I had my eye on a Subaru. I was looking at, for something in my price point that I wanted to get me to the to the payment I wanted to be at. Right. And I was being realistic about what that was. And then I was like, I do need something to throw my film gear in. In the back of what's the yeah. best thing to do that? So I had my eyes on a, a Subaru um, Crosstrek, which Elena said looks cat dad as fuck. Yeah, cat dad AF. <laughs> That's you. That's your new car. Uh, so I got a 2016 used uh, Subaru Crosstrek, and I love it. We bought long. Yeah, the car stores are boring, dude. You, everyone who's listened to this knows knows that when you go get a fucking car at a dealership, it takes forever. So well, I was we went to San Antonio. Yeah, we were we were in Austin and I was like, all right, the day before I did my due diligence. I had already done my research on the car and I couldn't find anything here in Corpus Christi. I also didn't trust the dealership here, but whatever. So I um filled out the forms I needed to. I became a lead. They were texting me and I set up an appointment in Austin Subaru, ten thirty AM on Monday morning, the day we were gonna come back. Yeah. We get to Austin Subaru. Holy shit, they have like their own Starbucks inside. It was really cool. Their it's own fancy. barista. Very fancy. It's cool. And uh, if you guys have ever been to the dealerships where there's like a ton of, of, of salespeople, they're all in glass cubicles. They all, they have polo shirts and khakis on. That's the type of place that we were at. Yeah. Um, the salesman was extremely nice. It, yeah. it just didn't work it out. It just didn't work out. Because yeah. they couldn't give me, they couldn't sell me the car that I wanted for a recall reason. Yeah. And I said, I can't come back. Yeah. So, so we left. Well, actually, when he was going oh, yeah, to yeah. do, his, when he walked away to go do something, <laughs> I said, Elena, call the dealership in San Antonio. Um, so I snuck out. She snuck out. I have out. an emergency call. I need to take this. And then she came back when he was gone. She was like, we got to get out of here. They've got two 2018 Subaru, like she, she was like, and they, they have... Uh, low miles and they're like really cheap and what you want and then uh, i'm like okay wow great and then you were like you want an outback right and, and i was, was like, like no a cross track well i mean they're bigger it's a bigger car for less money i was it's like, Fuck like it, let's go station wagon looking anyway thing. so um we made it to san antonio and uh, we yeah. left austin it was a smaller subaru dealership yeah um, they were all in suits. But but when we were getting there, you were being texted by the... Yeah, the dealer. And the, he was the like, okay, the two cars, I don't know what's going on, but one just got sold and the other one's being looked at. He was being really nice. He was not super to- honest. He's like, I don't want to promise you anything because they were like really, really cheap. And they were cheap because they were show model cars. They'd been on the lot for so a while. So they were ready to go. And I mean, we just missed out on that deal. He's like, I just want to be transparent. And I'm super young guy. Um, so Very lo- nice. He um Esteban yeah and in the, San Antonio Subaru. what what helped us is we took a fo- I took a photograph of the because uh, uh, I was already at the first Subaru dealership I was already given the sheet that shows what your payments will be for this what we're gonna give you for your vehicle yeah and all that stuff and uh, I took a picture that well Elena misspoke when she told the guy on the phone no I didn't misspeak okay then he misunderstood he heard he this dude thought that I owed like a ton of money on my car. And was going to be completely 
ass backwards, upside down. I was and like, was that's not what I said. Freaking out. And when we finally cleared it up with him, he looked like he was like, oh, okay, good. All right. Oh, my God. He's like, I was, you know, when you guys were on your way, I was trying to figure out what could even work for you guys. And <laughs> and the managers were like, we don't have anything here that could hold that much negative equity. And, uh, and he just looked really relieved. He helped us out. We did not get out of that bitch till what time five o'clock oh uh, yeah almost oh my god yeah. so anyway i'm happy in my new car that's my long ass story yeah. of me getting a shout new out car. to subaru north north park but i'm happy that i got a newer car or mm-hmm. a new car to me and i cut my car payment by a lot that's a lot yeah boom i'm ready for the new uh wrx oh she fell in love with the wrx I fell in love with it's <laughs> so random she doesn't even like i was trying to tell her like that's like a fast and the furious rally car and um anyway oh it's so awesome i also call it the t1000 why i don't know why (laughs) anyway okay so listen y'all so austin when we were in austin um we ate a lot naturally because there's just a lot of good food and stuff and good drinks so i wanted to go to voodoo donut which is a 24-hour place um uh open donut bakery right that's really really cool picture and trendy. a colorful punk rock band opened up a donut shop yeah with like cereal donuts and like a donut that looks like a blunt they call it the blunt donut mm-hmm. it's like a sugar donut with sprinkles and shit anyway but um so we're we're in line right and so we got we get called up to, to the cashier and it's this guy who's like in this like studded uh uh jean vest and really cool real austin-y and stuff and and I have my Sacred Heart Chingona shirt on. And um, he's like, that's the second Chingona shirt I've seen today. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. And he's like, the other one I saw was this gold one. And it was like this this like big papel picado shirt. And, and, um, and I said, oh, my God, that's my shirt. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. I said, I'm from Corpus. And he's like, yeah, that's where the girl said she was from. That she's from Corpus and she bought it at a market. I was like, oh my God, that's my market. <laughs> and um, anyway, he gave us a high five and then he ended up wanting to start his own brand and we just gave him some like really quick tips. Dude, but he gave us half off of the donuts. Yeah. I mean, like our donuts were like supposed to be like 26. He, he goes, he goes, okay guys, hold on, hold on. Here, I'm going to do this. And I'm looking at the screen and, and it like went from like, Six sixteen dollars yeah. to like eight bucks. Yeah. Like, oh, so, thank you. Um, and I we gave him a card. I'm like, let us know if you have any questions on anything that you're doing or your your new venture or whatever. Anyway, so shout out to the girl that was wearing the gold papel chingona shirt, papel picado chingona in Austin, and shout out to our cashier Noe, who helped us. I hope he doesn't get in trouble <laughs> for giving us a discount. Uh, I doubt it. Nah. Anyway, that was a really cool uh, uh, experience in Austin, Texas. Anyway, y'all, I got to go make dinner. You got to make dinner and I've got to work on your shirt design you're releasing at the end of this week. And I also have to release one. So we've got to work on that. It's currently 7.54 p.m. when we're recording this. So, oh, and tomorrow we're doing a fun video. Tomorrow I need your full attention, Elena. Yeah, you've got to help me in the kitchen. Okay. All right. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Our normal sign-offs are just as sincere as we mean them to be. Please leave us a review. We're still doing a contest, and some of you guys have been following along, which is perfect. We're giving away another one of our So Taco shirts. This one has our logo on it. You can check out the a link to the shirt uh, on SoTaco.com. Check out shop. How do you win one? 
Okay, how to become eligible. How do you win win, Gerald? Well, I mentioned it in the last episode, but I'm going to mention it again. Just do in it. case. Here's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. On Apple Podcast, yes. go in there and leave a review. Uh-huh. Leave a rating and review for us. Okay. Rate it whatever you want it to be, whatever's in your heart. <laughs> Five stars will get you in there for sure. One star... We will not include you in that's the like, giveaway. That's like the church. Like, whatever you want to donate. Whatever's in your heart. Whatever the Lord yeah. says you should give. Yes. Um, just just uh, leave a review. And sometimes it takes like a day for it to populate. But leave a review and screenshot it. And then email it to us. Hello at SoTaco.com. Those of you that have already sent them to us, thank you so much. We're going to leave this up for a little bit. And um, make sure other people can get in on it. And then we will announce the winner soon. So Sounds good. Thank you, guys. We appreciate all the love and support, and we will talk to you in the next episode. All right, guys. Hasta la próxima. Bye, everyone.